Ready? Oh, oh my God. John just scared the crap out of me. We're podcasting. <laughs> what are you doing here? I just got my car fixed. God, you literally scared me. <gasps> okay, take three. Eat the sweet treat with no guilt. Oh, yeah. Stop punishing yourself. Just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicola Skino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we discuss how you can make your fitness and diet routines really work for you and not against you this year. We also talk about how much joy a seemingly unimportant item can give you. All right. Welcome back, sister. Woohoo. We're back in the house. We are like official now. I love it. I'm so excited to be back. I'm feeling like amped and rejuvenated. I know. Season two is, is on. On like Donkey Kong. Oh my goodness. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start with another brilliant moment of the week. We will definitely get back to sucky moment. But it's funny, I was like planning and I'm like, we have to switch off. So then the way that I had it was like, I always get the sucky moments and you would always get the brilliant. And I'm like, well, no, that doesn't work. So (laughs) that's not fair. That's not fair. (laughs) I was like, oh, I mean, it fits the Italian way like that I would get all the sucky moments because we're kind of negative. But No. So I have a brilliant moment of the week. It is not nearly as brilliant as yours last week. But you know, that's that's one of those few life moments that you get. And here is our brilliant scale. One, two. Three. Four. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about! Five. All right, so I rate this a four. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about! Mm. And yeah, four seems kind of high when I tell you what it is. You'll be like, what? But when I tell you what this is, you'll probably think, oh, it's how could it be a four? That's not that amazing. But it really did get me like super giddy. So Luke has been, he's three and a half. He's been like just in this just total creativity mindset. And I'm sure it's the age, but I've not been around toddlers in forever. So I really have no idea as like he's developing. I'm just like in total awe all the time of all the things. But I have this like 60 inch, uh, like soft, malleable, it's like a tape measure. So it's not like the rigid ones. It's for sewing that my mom gave me years ago. And so you can just kind of moves around or whatever. And so he just takes it. He loves it. He thinks it's the coolest toy ever. And he takes it up high and then he just drops it in whatever format it takes. He's like, oh, look, mom, there's a water slide. He's like, look how cool that water slide is. And he's like pretending it's a water slide. And then he does it again. And then it's something else. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And I'm just sitting there watching him like, are you kidding me? Like, in my mind, I'm just like, that's a boring tape measure. And that just means I need to like 
do some work because I need to measure something and then go to Lowe's. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, how sweet though. Like that's such an innocent way of viewing the world. I love it. I know. And going along with that, he had a little piece of a candy cane a couple weeks ago and he would take a tiny little bite and suck it down. And then he'd go, mom, what do you think this looks like now? And I'd be like, Oh, a candy cane stick, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) so literal. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it really made me realize that I'm not tapped into my creativity in a way that I could be that would be more joyful. Right. And so he's been doing these games like every day with different random household things. And so a shout out and brilliant moment is just to, you know, be part of that. And I don't know, kids teach you so much, you know? Yeah. It's just seeing things through a whole different light. I love it. I know. Yeah. And the whole pretend world. And, you know, we've talked a lot about our devices and kind of how they pull us away from that. And they really do, right? So it's like we need to have time for our brains and our minds to even have that space to be creative because I think that's something we're kind of just losing, you know, slowly. Totally. That's the whole never experiencing bored anymore. Yeah. Where I think a lot of creativity comes from that bored space. So, yeah, I totally, totally honor that. Yeah. So then my inspired action is to find more ways to be creative. Even in the like little simple things, find some creativity in that. Yes. Yes. So I'll give you guys ideas and Luke will help out with that big time. All right. So let's move on to our major topic. And Nicole, you're going to take this one away because these are kind of new for you or they've changed for you. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what we're doing? All right. So it's the new year. So we totally have to be talking about fitness and diet, how we're working those routines and everything into our daily world. And for me, and I think for a lot of people, it's It may be different than you originally envisioned it, and that's totally okay. So we're even going to tap in on some of the things, even if it doesn't look exactly like you thought it was going to look like, how can you still incorporate fitness and diet into your world? So for me, I will say I worked in a yoga studio for several years. I practiced yoga three or four times a week every week. And now with little Miss Fiona, that is just not happening the same <laughs> same way anymore. And I was also a hardcore CrossFitter. So my body and my mind, my time, everything has kind of changed now, but I'm still finding ways to work it all in. So what I am learning is that I need to honor where my body is right now now. So my body is not the same as it was when I was pregnant. It's not the same before I was pregnant. I'm in a whole, honestly, like a whole different body, if that even makes sense. I feel like this is a new Nicole body. And I'm trying to honestly honor right where I'm at in this body right now. So I kind of had that in mind when I've been working on my fitness routine. Yeah. And that's so great for everyone. I mean, you may have never had a baby So you may not feel like, oh, that relates directly to me, but our bodies are changing constantly. And so even if like you're in that space where you're like, oh, I put on 10 pounds this year. And so, okay, well, regardless, like take the judgment out, your body's different right now. And so, or maybe you went through an injury, right? So Mm. there's so many different things. Maybe you're just not getting enough sleep or you're in a different job or you're traveling a lot. So your body's completely different because you're in an airplane all the time or you're always in the car. Like all these things are huge. And so we tend to just approach our goals and our fitness in the same way. That's like, this is the way it should be. And I should be able to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, if it's not working, there's generally a reason, right? Exactly. And when I originally started figuring out what I wanted to do with my fitness routine and how I like wanted to find 
you know, my way in this body, I was like, I got to get back to where I was. And then I was like, stop, you don't have to get back to where you were. Like, you just have to work with what you have right now. Let that whole other thing like go, like you're honestly just training to be strong, to be healthy. There's no, you know, going back to what you were, any of that, like let all that go. Just honor what you got right now and make it work, make it healthy, make it function. Oh, yeah. I could relate to that big time because for me, it's like literally in my face all the time because my teacher training manuals and like our pose of the month and all of our photography has been taken when I was like at my absolute best shape. And it's all photos of me doing these postures at like the highest level. And Mm -hmm. I can't do most of that anymore, right? Not at that level. And so... I used to really bother me, especially when I first had kids. And it's kind of a good practice in a way that it's just constantly in front of me because it's gotten me to the point where I just like, it doesn't affect me anymore. I'm just like, oh, that was the past. So I think it's something that we can all relate to for whatever reason, right? That our bodies are changing. And I think too, you can look at, you know, what are some other options? Because so often it's like you said, it needs to be yoga four times a week and then CrossFit. That was your Mm -hmm. past. But so it's just you can't get up to yoga sport. You don't even have a car right now. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't make that happen. And physically, a lot of the movements just don't work in my body. And that's OK. Yeah. So figure out what works and run with that. So let it change. And then none of this. I'm trying to get back to where I was. Just I'm just figuring out how to be healthy now. That's just it. Right. So let the focus be your best self. And whatever that is is what that is, right? So it doesn't have to be a certain weight or a certain achieve a certain mileage in running or a certain yoga pose or any of that stuff. It's just, you know, for me now, like my yoga practice is just like, it's really mostly about stress relief. It's physical in my body for sure. But like, I just, I just need to stretch and I need to be in a room for an hour and not have anybody need me, you know? And that's huge. I think that's a big, like, knowing that that's what you go in needing. Like when I finally figured out that's what I needed, I needed to move. And I was like, any kind of movement I can get is magic at this point. And so that's where I started. I was like, all right, we're going to move. And immediately I'll start feeling better. And then I, I don't even have to think about why well, I didn't get a 60 minute hot yoga class in, which is what my body probably would love to have, but it's just not possible right now. So, you know, work with whatever you got and know that like, this is all you need right now and go with it. Yeah. And this is where so if you're someone who tends to live by what I call the all or nothing rule, this can be really dangerous. So I get it because I'm in this place. And I think Nicole is too, because like, if you're a rule follower, and you're kind of rigid, with your goals and your schedule and all that, then generally, it's like, well, I will do all of what I want to do, or then I will do nothing. And so if you have that mentality, and your life changes, your body changes, your schedule changes, then you won't do anything right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's how I was originally. I was like, I have to wait until Vic gets home and I'm by myself and I can do, you know, X, Y, and Z. I have this 30 minutes to myself and I was getting like really in that rigid space of planning it all out. And I was like, okay, let that go. I need to figure out a way to make it work right now. And so what I started doing was I'm going to use whatever time I have. So in the mornings, if it's only five minutes, it is only five minutes of yoga or whatever I'm doing, some light weights, Whatever it is, if it's just five minutes, I am happy with that five minutes of it. I didn't make it meet that whole plan of like, okay, I have to wait till Vic is home and he has the baby and I have a solid chunk of 30 minutes. It was literally like, we got five minutes right now. All right, Fiona, let's do it. And we did it. (laughs) 
Yeah, absolutely. So there's two thoughts I have on that. One is like, yeah, the other day I was um, playing with the kids. I've had the kids a lot more lately. And they I just started making this funny game where I would like go I would like dance into the other room so they couldn't see me. And then I'd dance. And when I'd come back in the room, I would be doing a different movement. And they were like, they thought it was like the funniest thing in the world. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm like, oh, this is a great workout. You know, so I start like making it like really intense. And the more intense I made it, the more they'd laugh. But I was like, that was just 10 minutes of like, really good exercise that I wouldn't have gotten. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And just and how de-stressing that is to dancing around. (laughs) Yeah. So there's like, there's some fun, creative ways that might not be what you think of as exercise that are certainly exercise. And I like to use my Fitbit too, because like a lot of times my movement right now is just around the house. And so it'll say like, when I'm with the kids, or if I'm cleaning, or I'm like decluttering, or I like, you know, whatever it is, like my Fitbit goes crazy. And it's like active movement, active, whatever. And so, you know, there's a lot of things in life that aren't what you think of as exercise that is exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Just do it. Like, don't talk yourself out of it. it. Just because it's just for a few minutes, like it's still exercise. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the other thing about that I've learned and on and off throughout the years, but it's been really present for me is to really continue the ritual or schedule or whatever it is that you have, even if your body isn't fitting it right now. So like for me, just this is just an example, but I've had some really bad, I don't think I've talked to you about this, some really, really bad headaches, pretty chronic, and I can barely function sometimes. And so putting my head down, down dog, even child's pose was awful. And so I was like tempted to just not go to class before my class because I'm like, I can't do anything. And so there were probably like five to 10 classes. I kid you not, I just laid in Shavasana the entire time. But I was like, go and do what you can. And like, I was so frustrated by like the fifth time I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Here I am again, laying in Shavasana. But I'm getting so much more out of being in this quiet space, not working, relaxing, my head clearly needs this. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then it didn't get me out of the habit of going to the class before mine. You see what I mean? And now that I feel mm-hmm. better, I'm like, okay, well, I'm still in that habit. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Like make yourself like do it. That's kind of how Fiona and I've been doing it. So we have this like little chunk in the morning right before she goes down for a nap. And so I would always like, this is our five minutes. And we would just, I honored it every day, whatever we were doing, we would stop and we would do, she has her little tummy time and I would do my yoga time and then we would move around. I honored it every day, even if I wasn't feeling it, even if I'd only been operating off of two hours of sleep, dot, 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 that mess is crazy. We honored it every time we're doing it. We're making it happen, getting in the habit of it, making it work. Yeah. And it's okay if it doesn't look anything like you want it to. It's just, it's putting one foot in front of the other and doing what you can in each moment, you know? Yeah. Start something, whatever your something is. I've been talking to my sister too, who has two little ones. And she is like, well, I don't have time to make it to the gym. I don't have time to make it to like a full class. And I'm like, not an excuse. Like, just do something. Start it, do it and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys want some ideas, just let us know. I have a few on the blog. If you go to AngelaWagonerCoaching.com and like, I'll have Lindsay pull them up and link to them in the show notes. So it'll be episode 51. But when I had Luke, I posted, or I think maybe there's only one because the other ones are pregnancies. But I posted one that was like a workout with the baby at home that I did. But you can get super creative. Yeah. And that's totally what me and Fiona are doing now. So if you need a visualization, that's how we're working out. Yeah, I think the key is move, move your body. (laughs) Totally move, do something and then like honor it, whatever, however many minutes it is, let that be awesome. No judgment around it. Like you're moving. That's the goal. Absolutely. All right. So the second part of your New Year's 
I don't know what you want to call it, but Nicole's New Year's tips. <laughs> yeah, new life. Diet and nutrition is crucial uh, always, but in the New Year's, that's what we're all thinking about. So I was hardcore paleo before Fiona arrived. But now that Fiona is here, some things have changed, uh, especially in the diet area. So I am breastfeeding and breastfeeding takes an intense amount of calories, which I did not know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like it burns calories like nobody's business. So I had to seriously change the amount of food I was eating, which I thought was funny. I thought I was going to eat less after being pregnant because I, you know, changed what I was eating while I was pregnant. And then after pregnancy, I started eating more, which is kind of crazy. Um, So I have started adding in other types of food that are not paleo specific. So there's my flexible word coming in. I'm allowing the diet to be more flexible because that's what my body needs right now. So even if you're not breastfeeding, like what does your body need right now? And that's what you should be working with. Not this whole, I don't know, I'm trying to find less rigidity around diets. Like we all get in these diets and then they're hard to sustain because they're so strict and everything. So I'm trying to find like what specifically works for me, like what works for my body in the condition I'm in right now. So wherever you are at, don't let a diet just, I don't know, like corner you into being a certain way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, there's this is like a whole big discussion that we can get further into for sure this year. But it's a balance, right? Because you don't want it to be something that's just like constantly we're taking ourselves off the hook because, well, I feel like a cookie right now. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But on the other end, if it's so strict, then we don't adhere to it. And then it just doesn't really serve us. So I think it's really For me, the diet's always about balance, like just creating balance in everything that you eat. And right now, like we have a huge focus on just putting as many plants into our diet as we can. And so any of the healthy stuff, just eat as much of the healthy stuff as you can, and then you're not going to be hungry to eat the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The whole diet thing is tough. We usually do a 10-day cleanse at the beginning of the year, and we'll probably do that maybe more towards February. Uh, John and I love to do that as kind of a reset to our diet. But what's interesting is we just kind of like made the decision after Christmas, like, okay, we got all, we're done eating the Christmas cookies and we're like all that stuff. We just kind of get tired of it. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of naturally started making better decisions, which was kind of cool. That is cool. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it's not perfect by any means. And it's not a cleanse by any means, which we both can certainly use. But, you know, we're in a funky place that's different than your funky place. I was in that place for a while. But now it's like for us, it's like learning how to feed the kids and ourselves and have everybody eat healthy. And that's it's challenging with a toddler, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of my like, oh, I'm not going to be the mom that gives my kid mac and cheese like that all went out the window. But we're at the stage now where we're like, we're like, no, this is dinner. But the problem is like, he still will only eat like the one thing that's like the least healthy of all of it. But (laughs) that's how they roll. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, okay, there goes the whole you know, idea, but you know, we're, we're getting there. So for us, it's, it's kind of challenging. And Zoe's also at that age where like, she just, oh my gosh, she does not want to sit still. And she's just like, she's such a mess. So like eating is not a peaceful, everything is just sort of like survival mode for us right now. So <laughs> it's a phase. It's what we all have those. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. So going along with kind of what you're talking about for us, it's really like, okay, 
what can it look like now for us to be healthy? We can't prepare these like crazy big elaborate healthy meals. A, the kids won't eat them. B, we don't have time. C, like, I mean, it's just all these things, right? So it's like really, really simple foods. And we try to stock the fridge with as many like kind of snacky veggies and fruits as we can, you know, and that's kind of where we're at. (laughs) I love that though, but it's like such an honest balance. I think that's what like everybody needs, no matter what phase you're in. It's like you need to find the balance that works for you right now. And then when you're ready to try something new, try something new, but you keep working to find that balance. What's the balance that works? Yeah, absolutely. And I know I went through a stage where I was so frustrated with myself for not cooking because I just don't cook. And And this was when I was before babies, I was like, you know what, it's okay. Like I get healthy takeout, like I go to Central Market or, you know, whatever it is, Eatsies or, you know, just basic types of things. I'm not eating at Chick-fil-A every day. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and I had to get okay with like, okay, my fantasy self wants to be this amazing cook and eat all these healthy things and prepare it. But like, that's not my lifestyle. And it's not what I enjoy. And it's just probably not gonna happen at this point. You know, not to say like, at some point, I'm going to ramp up that I'm going to have to with the kids when we get to a different stage. But, you know, my whole point is at that stage in my life, it was more helpful for me to accept that that's where I was and just make healthy choices with purchasing food somewhere else, you know? Yeah. So I think that's a beautiful place to be like right there in the middle of it. And we can get so caught up in the, like the rules of a diet instead of focusing on like What's realistic? What's the balance? What can we really make happen? And I think you have to include that in it when you're deciding like what you're going to do. You have to be realistic about the balance and work with it from there. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully Love there's it. some like, you know, nuggets in there that'll give you guys some ideas of some things. Um, but again, we always want to come from a place of inspiration, not desperation. And so, you know, at the beginning of the year, you can be like a little intense. And so I think it's just finding ways to incorporate these healthy movements, these healthy foods into our lives without it feeling so heavy, right? Oh, yeah. That's like one of my words that I've been using lately is to like be alive and eat the sweet treat, eat it. Don't like have any guilt over it, eat the sweet treat, but then realize like that's part of the moderation and that's part of the balance instead of like getting in that place where I get, because I can get in that really guilt ridden place of, oh, you ate that because it broke the rules. And I'm trying to really own the balance of it and like do the good stuff, but also honor the things I want to do too. Yeah. I can't even see you. I've like never seen you eat a sweet treat. So this has got to be, oh, I want yeah. a picture. I don't believe it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's happening. Oh man. Especially after Christmas, my mom only at Christmas time, Nini makes these things called Martha Washington's. I don't know if you've ever, oh, I don't know if you could even have one. I'll have to look and see what's in it, but they are amazing. And so they're like my one weakness at Christmas time. It's the only thing I want. And I want them by the gallon. <laughs> the gallon. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's so oh. funny. But yeah, so honor that balance and eat the sweet treat with no guilt. Like letting that guilt go has been a good one for me. Oh, yeah, because the guilt is it's toxic. Yeah, it is. And I'm like, was that worth it? (laughs) I was like, stop punishing yourself. Just eat it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to take a little break. And I want to introduce you guys to something that if you haven't been to our website, then you don't probably know it exists because we haven't talked about it. But it is a one to one coaching that I do. And we have what's called a fireworks VIP package. And right now I'm working with a couple clients and I'm only taking on two more between now and June because of my schedule at the yoga studio. So if it's something that you're interested in doing, definitely email me Angela at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com or check out the website for all the details. It's definitely a high level program. 
it is only for people who are really serious about making changes in their lives. And it's working one-on-one with me. There's a substantial investment, which I found helps people really commit, right? But I can tell you, and Nicole can talk maybe a little bit about what it's like to work with me and kind of what my philosophy is. If you guys like what we do on the podcast, that's certainly helpful and fun, but we dig a lot deeper and I I help you really get down to kind of like what's happening and the why behind it, but from an empowering and joyful place, not from this like heavy, it's not going to be like therapy on the couch kind of thing. (laughs) Totally. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on kind of how that works? Yeah. I love that it's called fireworks for so many reasons, but working with Angela is one of those things where she will inspire you to like light a fire underneath your behind to like get going on all of these things you've been thinking about for forever, but you just never take that action step to like, here we go, like actually getting started. She will, I don't even know how, there's not words how it happens, but it does happen. She will get you to the place where you're ready to just dive in and take off with it. And then she also, relating back to the fireworks words, is she helps you Fine, like your inner fire. Ooh, I'm digging the fireworks word. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, and again, it's only for like, it's definitely not for everyone. I would say it's probably not for most people because you have to really be, you have to be really willing to do the work. So coaching is not like me handing you the answers, right? It's right. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of it. But when you're committed at that level to your life, it's pretty amazing. I've been um, honored to be a part of a lot of people's transformations over the years. And so, yeah, I invite you guys to check it out and to consider, you know, investing in yourself this year. So there you have it. All right. So let's move on to try this. What are we going to have them do this week, Nicole? All right. Since we're talking about fitness and diet and everything, what I want everyone to try this week is add five minutes to your day. So I want you to set your alarm five add minutes five minutes earlier. to your day? How do you add? Can I oh. get time? <laughs> you can. 24 hours plus five minutes. No, if I could do that, woo, we'd be in a whole different ballgame right now. But set your alarm five minutes earlier just five minutes, start there and then do whatever you want to do in that five minutes. Meditate. If it's start something fitness, if it's sit with your coffee and be by yourself for five minutes before anybody else in your house wakes up, any of that stuff, let it be for five minutes every day this week and honor that five minutes like your life depended on it and just do it. And that'll help you see how much difference five minutes can make. It's true. I actually have been doing that a couple days this week because I've had the kids by myself in the mornings because John's had to go to work early and it can be incredibly stressful. And so I've been getting up a little early and just getting myself dressed and getting like everything ready in the house. And then when the kids are up, I'm like, I'm not in like reaction mode, you know? Mm Yeah. Oh, I love it. Five minutes. All right. Okay. So I'm going to finish us with a shout out and my shout out is sort of funny, but my shout out is to my winter hat. Okay. <laughs> so it's really cold in Texas right now. Uh, it's funny because I'm from Chicago and Boston. So I grew up in very, very cold weather, but I never liked it. And as soon as I had a chance to go to college in Texas, I went south. But I am like so in love with this ridiculous hat that I it's just a knit hat I got at Old Navy years ago. I always get compliments on it, which is so funny because I'm like, it's just a white hat with a little pom pom. But there's something that just makes me so happy every time I put it on. And it's so warm. And right now, like that is everything, you know? 
<laughs> it is. I need a picture of this winter hat. I need to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, okay, I'll make a note of that. Because, um, yeah, like I said, it's just seriously like something that you would totally take for granted. It's not sexy. There's nothing especially cool looking <laughs> about it. And I mean, I don't know. But like the other day, I couldn't find it. And I had, you know, I have a backup hat, but I, it's not my hat. And I'm like, where is my hat? I'm like freaking <laughs> out about it. But it, it, there's something about putting on that coziness of a hat that makes you just kind of feel warm and fuzzy. I don't know. So yes, I will post a picture on Insta and you guys can see my fabulous hat. And so let us know what comfy, cozy items that seem not that big of a deal that you have in your house that you enjoy. Can you think of one, Nicole? I have a funny one too. I'm sitting here right now podcasting (laughs) and I am totally wrapped up in a blanket. (laughs) So I'm going to send a picture of my cute little blanket. I mean, it is not... There's nothing fancy about it, but it is super warm and I am pumped about it because I'm sitting beside a window. So it's really cold in here. (laughs) But this blanket is making my day right now. Oh, I love a warm blanket. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Next week on the Spark Podcast. This is a humongous five. If there's more than five, this is the one. (laughs) Like the crying is crazy. (laughs) Being a minimalist and having kids is kind of tough. But you can definitely do it. It's just a matter of being super intentional. It's to just own what you need, you know? Totally. That is all you need. All right, y'all. Well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please do an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode with your friends. We are on a big kick to get the word out about our podcast in 2018 and you guys could really help us out. So we thank you. Find the show notes and blog posts at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. And right now you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Coach A Wags. Those handles will probably change. So we will let you know when and if they do. As always, please share suggestions, comments, pictures, and questions with us on social media. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.